0: Hello! Passionate about sustainability, energy, and climate? You're in the right place. Welcome to Energetic. I'm Maureen Cornelis, and together we will engage with people who dedicate their lives to climate justice and making a just energy transition happen. They may be activists, scientists, policymakers, or other enthusiasts, just like you. Let the life stories and insights inspire you to build a better future for people and the planet.
1: My guest today is Andrea scoglia the head of global e-home at NLX since the end of 2017. For the listeners who are not familiar with NL, NLX is the NL company for new and innovative businesses. Within the global e-solution division, he's responsible for developing home service solutions for residential customers like PV, storage, smart home, air conditioning, boilers, and financial services. We are recording this podcast at the end of May 2022 and energy prices are skyrocketing. It's an enormous concern for people and businesses alike. At NLX, Andrea, you've been developing for many years some solution to enable people to better use their energy by monitoring and even producing the electricity they need. The European Commission has also made clear a few days ago that it wants to double EU's solar capacity by 2025 in the repower EU communication. It's proposing a European solar rooftop initiative, which should oblige commercial and public buildings to have solar rooftop by 2025 and new residential buildings by 2029. It should boost solar power rollout and cut red tape. Andrea, it seems that solar is a hot topic and we have a lot to discuss. So welcome and thank you.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I think it's solar It's is uh, one of the really key topics and I think... Uh, why I choose to move uh, in this uh, in this arena?
1: Yeah, Andrea. So, what brought you to the place you are now, and to solar and to e home, et cetera?
2: Yes, I think it's a it, it's a really interesting question for this. I think just because I'm getting old, uh, when you start getting old, uh, you're just thinking uh, about something different. Uh, than just career and uh, having uh, two kids, one more coming. Uh, I think it's something like uh, you try to do something for your family, for the people and so on and so forth. So being myself, getting old, I decide to change myself from a consulting and the moving towards something which is, I feel more closer in things that really changed the world. One of the key topics for me was uh, what is stopping? real people for being greener. Okay, what is really stopping? I think one of the key barriers was that uh, sustainability itself uh, was not really accessible to everybody. And one of the key barriers accessibility was the price. So I say, I need to do something to make uh, sustainability something convenient for people to choose. Because I mean, if you can say most of the pocket of the people and not so big, you know. And uh, so they need to find convenient moving towards sustainability. What I try to do is uh, in these years, I say I see a big opportunity working for NL to make this sustainability really accessible to all because it's just the top of the pyramid is able to, to be sustainable. We don't change anything. The majority of the people have to be sustainable. For this reason, I make this change in my life. Apart from the fact that I'm getting old, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, aging is quite uh, it's quite a big question anyway because European populations are aging and uh, by twenty fifty, we will the majority of the Europeans will be uh, older than than fifty years old, myself included so we really need to act now in order to make our let's say our future uh, resilient and our home resilience also to do uh, sociological changes so indeed indeed it seems quite a nice mix between your personal experience and how you envision the, the future also for your kids you're not the first person in this podcast who says that uh, you you've been trying to to change things for for your family or when you became a parent you you decided that it was really time to to push in a certain direction. So thank you for being really honest and transparent with that because I think it's also a force of our generation and of really the let's say the grit of young parents to just uh, want to to shake things up. So thank you uh, Andrea. When we met last year at uh, Enlit Europe you mentioned to me that in the energy transition indeed we need to teach people how to fish rather than give them fish, and that more and more people find their own ways to produce the electricity they need. Could you perhaps elaborate on this and tell me what is the solution that you are projecting or envisioning or even already setting up?
2: Yes, I mean, one of the key points uh, is, I think it's the following. I think that uh, now it's clear that uh, uh, people want to be green. Mm-hmm. And the uh, they claim that they want to be green. But I always say one thing, the queue of the people that they claim they want to be green, it's a quite long one. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the, the ones that actually really be green, is not so long. The reason I mentioned also before, the reason is there are barriers. One of the barriers is economical one. Actually, it's economical because most of the people that even don't know which are the incentives. So they're not even using the incentives that they are, because it's fine making complain, but before actually making complain, uh, you need to at least use uh, what is available. Okay. It's like with the kids, you know, I want this one off finished eating, uh, you know, this dish, and then maybe (laughs) you have some more, you know? Okay. But uh, what I try to do, I I try to, to make uh, clear to the people uh, with our offering, with our solutions that uh, solutions are there uh, to make you independent, from different energy source uh, to start producing energy, which will means uh, saving money mm-hmm. and uh, at the end, uh, being uh, even more uh, allow your country to be more independent, but first of all, being more uh, in uh, saving money and this is something that uh, we have done, uh, as I told you, with the very nice competitive offering, but uh, allowing uh, also people, which uh, they do not have a roof. I mean, uh, we always think that uh, most of the people, they live in a house. Actually, it's not true. Uh, most of the people, they do actually live in a flat. And uh, usually the ones that have uh, less possibility, they do live in a flat. And they are potentially are the ones that they need uh, more support for the energy. And for these reasons, uh, as you know, we launched uh, a PV on balcony. Mm-hmm. which is very simple to install. You just, you can do a very easy installations and help you saving 20, 25% of the energy, which in this point in time, it's quite big saving. What you said before it's okay, what we are teaching to the people, we're not giving them energy that they cannot afford. We are giving them panels because giving them panels means that for the next 20 years, uh, this panel will help them to reducing expenditure just look at uh, the economical reasons why we are supporting them. Then uh, if, uh, I always make this example, if only the 20% of the flat that we have in Italy, just thinking about Italy because I'm Italian, okay, but uh, we can do in all the other countries, they will uh, put uh, a PV on their balcony, okay? 20%, I i not say 50, only 20%. This will mean something like uh, 1.6 gigawatt of uh, energy of panels, okay? Means that is almost uh, more than uh, 60% of the target that we have this year for the Green Deal. So this means a huge transformation. This also means reducing uh, the import of gas. I'm talking about millions. This means also a big forest, uh, 35 million uh, trees. I mean, the big, each of us, uh, even the ones that have 80 square meters with this panel can make a big difference, saving money, saving the environment uh, and reducing the import of gas. This was why this is the big transformation we try to do. Each of us, even the one that has a 70 square meter flat uh, and uh, they, they live in uh, in this way. And we are doing something with leg Ambiente. We will do in the in three weeks time, where we are starting, uh, we will donate uh, together with Legambiente, those panels to people that they can even, even afford uh, the 300 euros uh, of the panel. So in order to support uh, those ones together with Legambiente, I think uh, this is going to be a big revolution. It's called the hashtag un in più, which means uh, one more panel can make the difference. Okay. One by one. Okay.
1: Yeah, a yeah. lot of them. Yeah, I, I really like this idea that the people uh, who have difficulties, the people in energy poverty, the vulnerable populations, maybe those living in social housing, can also have access, uh, thanks to this initiative, uh, panelo in Pew, uh, one more panel. They can have access to electricity uh, from renewable sources too, because there is a Enormous discrepancy, an enormous gap for the people who cannot make, let's say, the upfront investment in in those solar panels, because you you just mentioned that the balcony solution that you were mentioning was on, was three hundred euros, but for certain families it's a lot of money. For some others, it's it's the price of a new electrodomestics. So it's it's really really super innovative that you are. Aiming to provide for, for those families in need, uh, these kind of solutions to also help them in the years to come to not have to deal with the increasing ed- e- energy prices in general and to be able to be okay. Charging the phone, for instance, which is something absolutely essential. We talk about that when we we met, but I also work in Africa and uh, I work on solar panel development in certain countries. And I was talking with my colleague the other day and uh, they were saying that people, they really want, once they have electricity, they want to keep it and they won't cut on their electricity investment let's say, uh, purchases or like daily purchases. It's, it's the last thing they will cut on. And it's also the case in Europe. People really need, they need their electricity to connect to the world, to, to just uh, be able to be rich, to be able to cook for the kids, et cetera. And with this solution, it seems like a very, very effective way to teach people how to fish and give them means to be sustainable in the long term and also be part of the energy transition. So can you tell us a little bit more on this uh, initiative with the Legambiente? Uh, Legambiente is the most influential environmental association in Italy. And well, a marriage between Enel and Legambiente, it's quite something.
2: I mean, it's quite something. I think uh, it's not anymore. Maybe it was quite something 10 years ago. Now the being green means being a sustainable company means that, uh, you are a sustainable financially also from a financial point of view. The most, so since it's, uh, among us, the most sustainable company, and is also among the most sustainable financially from a financial point of view, I think there is no contradiction. These are, I think the big revolutions. So we are doing together, we're working together because there is no conflict in being greener and being, uh, Financial sustainable company, you know this, those two things. Now they are coming together, and we are gonna make these uh, these uh, initiatives. One panel in Pure, so one more panel, and uh, people can can donate on Legambiente, not on us. They can donate on Legambiente. So we were gonna donate this panel, but uh, you know we are open, and maybe I would be more than happy if uh, you can uh, put the links uh, for donations because I mean this is will make the difference, and you don't have to donate. Uh, one panel, send you. you can even donate a part of a panel. You know, it's uh, whatever you want. And uh, donating a panel, uh, as we said, uh, has uh, three good reasons. Uh, the first one, you will help people that has, have problem uh, for paying the energy. And as you said, the energy, it's so it's so relevant for the life of the people. Maybe in Europe we have for granted, but if you go in Africa, it's not for granted at all. Okay, so it's, it's so relevant. Secondly, as we say, it uh, means, uh, producing energy with no CO2. And third, which is even more very relevant now, it also means uh, reducing the import of gas. Those three things are so critical now. You know, we want to help people to make the difference and we need to help them, teaching them. And uh, maybe I already told you, together with a banner, Save the Planet, uh, let's close by putting a panel because the Mm -hmm. banner is a claim, which is fine, the panel will really save the planet. Okay?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Italy, we we see also lots of banners uh, with the with the rainbow uh, for peace, etc. And, and indeed, clean energy is more and more perceived as an instrument of peace. So that uh, that would also be extremely relevant. But let's go into the details. When we met, I was really surprised. I, I live in Italy. I was really surprised. When we met in maybe November last year, I was really surprised that I had never heard in uh, mainstream media about solar on the balcony solution. And I think it's somehow quite revolutionary, although it's also really simple. I mean, it's it's something we see in African countries. People need their solar panels to to deal with, the, to have more electricity, to have more reliable electricity, et cetera. So anyway. I found it really, really interesting. And I did some research and I talked to some friends, organizations living in other countries, uh, European countries, and they were like, oh, it seems so straightforward. It's a plug-in system, like the plug-in car that you may have. It's a plug-in system. So you basically use your solar panel and then you plug it to the wall. Can you you explain how it works in practice?
2: I mean, it's very simple. Uh, no, electrons are electrons. They don't care. I mean, whatever they come. So it's it's, it's quite simple. So uh, the electrons will come uh, from our meters at home, but they can come from a panel. Again, the good point here that uh, the Italian government make uh, this uh, the ability to put this in the plug. So very simple, like uh, a refrigerator, or whatever, like an electro domestics. Okay, whatever thing you put in the plug, very simple. Make a very simple way for doing this. So the regulation itself and going to make a very nice easy to use uh, this kind of panel but at the end you have a panel you have a microinverter, you produce energy and you put this energy in your plug very simple we are using we are leveraging existing panels we are resi- leveraging existing things we make a structure in order to make this sustainable up to 130 kilometers for wind so you can put whatever you want now we are going to make even more things uh, more easy to install. We will come with other solutions. We are also planning something which I cannot tell you, but it will come (laughs) very soon. I think uh, we are making the revolutionary, a big revolution in the home, in the home of the people, because personally I do believe that, I mean, is the fastest way doing things in the home. I want to tell you one thing is in Europe, 40% 40% of the gas is used, uh, that we import, uh, it's used uh, for the house, mainly for warming the house, for use of the house. If we are able to reduce uh, the consumption of the gas for uh, warming the house, for cooking, whatever, we are gonna make a big revolution. But uh, doing this, it's very simple because the technology is there. And I want to tell you one more thing about this this fact, okay? In order to warm in the house, uh, the big revolution is starting using uh, heat pump. Heat pump mm-hmm. is there. I want to tell you one thing, unfortunately. The heat pump mark it pre- is, is done uh, not in Europe. In Europe, in Italy, in Europe, we are quite good in doing uh, combi boiler, okay? In mm-hmm. doing boilers, gas boiler. 99% of the heat pumps will come from Asia. From mm-hmm. China, we have no market. But this is uh, It's gonna be that is gonna be the market. And the good point of using an heat pump, a heat pump is four times more productive than uh, a gas boiler. Mm-hmm. I always try to make a very simple example. It's not really perfect, but a very simple example. Let's take to take uh, a very small box uh, where you put uh, electricity, and the same size of a box where you put gas. Okay. In order to achieve. Uh, the same temperature at home, let's assume uh, 20 degrees, 20, 21 degrees at home, you actually need uh, only one box of energy, okay? Instead, for using a gas boiler, you need four. For the same same temperature at home, it's like uh, the electric cars. For make 100 kilometers uh, and the same box of uh, petrol, uh, and electricity with the electric car, 95% of this ele- electricity is gonna be translated in kilometers. Mm-hmm. With the petrol, only 30% is translating yeah. kilometers. 70% is just warming the air, okay? Just yeah. warming the air. So electric device like heat pumps and car are much more uh, productive much more efficient than any other device, which is uh, Barnett oil or gas. Okay, and by the way, the electricity that is needed uh, to warming up the house, to heat pump, uh, you can produce with your panel on the balcony. <laughs> so, yeah. as a foodie, <laughs> thing. the gas uh, with zero CO two. The gas needed for warming the house or the petrol needed for doing the the, the, the kilometers uh, is not, is impossible to do with zero CO2. They will produce CO2. No point. But uh, to give power to an heat pump or to give power to an electric car, you can actually use a, a photovoltaic, the ones that yeah. you have on your balcony, on your roof. So zero CO2. This is a big revolution. Technology is there, uh, incentives, mm-hmm. Are there? It's already there. It's all there. This is the reason why I'm so focusing on these uh, kind of simple solutions.
1: Yeah, simple, straightforward, and uh, indeed very energy efficient. Uh, that is uh, exactly what we need. We need to to really save energy and uh, and have it with uh, comfort in mind. Because if you switch to electricity, what you are saying is that you are never losing comfort. You are just like. Your appliances are working for you to just be more efficient and more sustainable and more, let's say, uh, planet friendly. I was wondering, you know, in the last years, uh, we've been spending way more time at home. We've traveled less. We've been spending less time in the offices. And so people have been spending way more time at home and uh, with the COVID crisis. So have you noticed some changes in, uh, well, have you done studies or observation over the last two years over solar energy? Or Do you think people are getting a little bit more interested in solar energy? Is there a COVID impact? And do you think those changes are going to, to last?
2: I think this is an interesting point. I think uh, usually people, they, since they spend more time at home, they are more conscious about their bill they spend more time at home, they are more conscious about the bill and the energy bill is going, the energy electricity prices is going up, but the gas prices, so they are even more conscious. The consciousness about the, this pricing is bringing more attention on the, the advantage of being sustainable because usually, okay, I, I'm with this, how much I'm gonna save? Or oh, I, I, I'm stay only in the evening at home, why putting all these things? Now that you spend more time at home, Putting a PV balcony or replacing a, a very old gas boiler with an heat pump, uh, you will feel the difference in your invoice. So for this reason, I think uh, this is a may make another big change towards the transition. Okay, so people uh, and at the end is the driver is always the pocket. You know, it's always so people. Uh, I say, okay, uh, how much I'm spending because I'm staying more time at home because of the energy bill, the energy price. I need to save money the easy and fast way to save money is start to produce the energy by myself or put a more efficient device in the house, even a smart home itself. Before, if you put a smart home or a smart thermostat, the saving that you are able to achieve, taking into account how much time you are spending at home and taking into account uh, the price of energy was a couple of euros per month. So it's one, two euros. Now that you spend much more time at home and the energy is gone, it's not anymore a couple of euros took about five, six, ten euros per month, oh. which means a difference in the family pocket. That was why I'm more uh, interesting in investing 100 euros, 140 euros for a smart thermostat or a, a smart home solution. That was why, as you know, we have Omics uh, that we build up the solutions to make uh, the house uh, more sustainable. You can save a huge yeah. amount of money having a smart thermostat now. In the past, uh, it was a little bit less because you were spending less time at home and the energy price uh, was a little bit lower. This is a big revolutions Again, it's like uh, the perfect storm, you know? A lot of things coming together, which is driving towards the change. Unfortunately, it's not a nice storm in some cases because of yeah. the COVID, because of the war. And this is not, we would love to do in a different way. See, if we try to take, uh, something good in a, such a very bad situation, COVID and more, those are the, the two things that uh, maybe will, will drive uh, faster the change.
1: Yeah, it's it's really what resilience is about. And what I really um, like in this solution is that it can be done in all existing buildings. Earlier, I was mentioning this European Solar Rooftop Initiative, but it was mentioning that it, uh, there would be solar on, new, on the rooftop of new residential buildings by 2029. And 2029, it's already like in seven years and we don't have time. So the kind of solution you propose is way more, it's immediate. So it means that it can offer a relief right now to all kind of families, whether they're they have the means to make some purchase and spend a lot of money, or even the one, or mostly the one who cannot really, uh, who are counting uh, and have to make trade offs at the end of the month. So I think that what really strikes me with this solution is that it's if we make the effort to really push for it to be accessible and the initiative with legambiente is totally making it accessible there is some fairness a lot of fairness in it and it's it's very socially just uh, that everybody can really benefit from from this whether you live in an apartment whether you live in a, a home or whether your house is or can be insulated because we are talking a lot at European level about the, the, the poor quality of the buildings and the fact that buildings are leaking from everywhere and that the renovation rate is too low to really make a difference. So, this could really st- enable some some savings. It seems really complementary to some other structural measures that are taken. And it's not only a one-shot investment, but it's something that one-shot solution, but it's an investment that you make in that last four year. Uh, so I wanted to ask you a little bit more about the specificity of the Italian context, because so far, so I understand that the solutions that you are promoting are mostly in Italy, and uh, not yet in the rest of the world, but uh, well, I'm looking forward to seeing how that happens, that unfolds in the future. So, why and how is solar electricity so important in the Italian context? And do you believe that the Italian Italian consumer is uh, has specific trigger points or or not? Maybe uh, in, in solar, I, I was thinking that maybe the m- number of people living in Flats and in condominiums, for instance, would would be one of the the things that could lead them to to your solution rather than rooftop solar.
2: I mean, no point. I think uh, first of all, uh, I'm the head of global, but uh, so I'm working in all the countries. But we're doing some experimentation here in Italy. The PV balcony you can find also in Spain very soon, and then in in Romania, and you will see in other countries. Congrats. <laughs> thank you but i think uh, i would like to move uh, the concept of un panel in piu in uh, one person one panel how mm-hmm. many people we have in the world if we do one person one panel at least uh, we are going to make a big difference okay in italy we are uh, uh, almost 60 million person okay 60 million panel you know one person one panel i think it's going to be something that i want to bring uh, globally okay as concept Italians, thanks also to the incentives, because we have a lot of nice incentives over here in Italy, they really want to make this change, because it's convenient, you know, <laughs> very simple, very simple. Since it's convenient, since they want to reduce the bill, again, this is something that there is no contradictions. Now, being convenient, uh, saving money means saving CO two, <laughs> no. <laughs> so again, it takes sometimes. But now those two things are going uh, just in overlap, so it's not something about only Italy. I think the good point about Italy, which was uh, somehow a decision some years ago, which has been a, maybe a, not a very good decision sometimes. I don't know of not doing uh, nuclear. Now we have not all the you know like in France we have a lot of nuclear, so it's 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 going to be complicated. But now for us not having nuclear and the nuclear investment maybe will take, uh, I don't know, whatever, 10 years. So the the green one, it's not a technology which is so far ready. We have no other choice. It's very simple. And green technology, PV and so and so forth are so convenient, uh, even more than nuclear, that for us it's much easier. I think for us and for some other countries, so it's i'm I'm quite positive quite positive yeah. in uh, in this change because it's just it's convenient you know what i mean uh marine it's uh, yeah. it's convenient for the people it's convenient for the company it's convenient and you need to have this kind of advantages i think I hope that more incentives will come to the family because I do see a fast revolutions in the family because doing the transitions of uh, towards uh, electrification of all the other industries uh, or factories, and it's, it's going to be a little bit more complicated, you know? But at least uh, for the way that uh, we warm the house or for the way we cook and so on and so forth, this can be easily electrified and it's convenient to be electrifying, you know? There are some other things that did. so far it's not really convenient or it's more complicated.
1: Yeah, well, you just have to switch to induction for cooking the pasta, and that can uh, that can require a little bit of of teaching. But uh, when you when you know induction, you just don't want to go back. So <laughs> I guess that it's only a question of time for people to to adopt it and uh, to move on. Yeah, I think it's it's really really interesting to yeah notice maybe the processes within also your company and how it has been evolving to become such a, let's say, a, a restaurant proposing a lot of new and nice recipes for making the world a little bit more sustainable. Because earlier you mentioned the perfect storm, but somehow it made me more think about a recipe for, for success, maybe, uh, with the ingredients that uh, that look really bad when you see them at first, but then put together, they taste really good. So um so we we end up talking about food and uh, and family and and, yeah, and cooking the yeah. right chef,
2: you know what I mean i mean I think I think analysts choosing the right chef to be honest, uh, you know we have a very nice brigata because in the kitchen we call about brigata i uh, to be honest, <laughs> I don't see you know in some other company the same I mean in other utility European one maybe they need to speed up this change not not all of them they are doing this, okay, and it's a shame because I mean. Uh, Maybe they will lose even opportunities. I mean business opportunities, okay? Even for them. The, the market is going so fast, the transition is will be so fast that uh, they will they will lose opportunity, full stop. In England, we try not to lose opportunity for our client and for ourselves. Yeah. I and mean, people make the difference. I always say, people make the difference.
1: Absolutely, and that's also the message behind the solutions that you are proposing. Some they are really down to earth and really like practical and efficient. And it seems that they could come really out of a family discussion, and that's what I I really like about it. And maybe about uh, the business model that you are that you are promoting, and maybe somehow the vision also of uh, in a X home. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing. How that unfolds in the future, and uh, all the projects that you have in stock, because I'm sure that you have so many that you couldn't talk about today. Uh, that is ex- ex- extremely frustrating for me.
2: We will talk what? later on. We will. There is another opportunity to talk. Okay, there will oh, be yes, another opportunity definitely. to talk. So let's put together one person hashtag one person one panel uh, globally. I think we can start putting this one because one person one panel I think is going to be. A kind of uh, more than one panel in più, which is now just Italian with Legambiente, because Legambiente just has a presence in Italy. But uh, one person, one panel, I think is going to be another big revolution, which we want to bring yeah. maybe together also with your organization.
1: Oh, that would be lovely. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So that's the date uh, for the years to come. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Andrea. It's been an absolute pleasure talking with you today. Uh, so I will put all the informations regarding the uh, Unpanelo in Pew. So it's uh, a crowdfunding uh, solution, right?
2: It's also crowdfunding solutions. Open to company, we donate something. It's also crowdfunding solution, the solutions.
1: Okay, so I will put that in the links of the podcast and I will also put the information regarding the uh, the Solare d'Appartamento that, uh, that you've been mentioning. Thank you so much, Andrea, and have a nice sunny day.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to Energetic. I hope you enjoyed our deep dive into sustainability and the Just Energy transition with the most inspiring stakeholders. All links and resources are in the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you like this podcast, why not recommend it to a friend or a colleague? To continue the conversation, head on over to Twitter or LinkedIn. Thank you for lending your ears. That's all for this episode. Until next time.